Hello and welcome to the Kiss the Wild podcast with your host, Kristen Wright. This is the space to unpack cultural scripts, narratives, and conditioning that are keeping you from living the juiciest version of yourself. You can expect conversations and thought-provoking ideas to help you reclaim your whole self in and out of the bedroom. Let's get started. Well, hey, 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 welcome to this episode of Kiss the Wild. It is I, Kristen Wright, your host, and I, of course, am stoked to have you here. Not gonna lie, really appreciate you. Thanks for tuning in. Today we are going to talk about why prioritizing better sex is a great idea. And this is in response to a conversation I had a couple months ago with some friends who were sharing about folks they knew that were really curious and interested in the work I do and, you know, curious in a sense that they knew that it would benefit their lives. But the overarching feeling was, yeah, but like, why should I care right now? You know, it's just much easier to continue to avoid this thing than work on it. So I really want you to get to a place of working on it because of course, (laughs) I think and know personally that better sex is wildly transcendent for our lives because at the end of the day, it's not just about the sex. It's so much more. So If you've had the question in your mind of, or the thought, like, I don't have time to worry about my sex life, or why should I bother focusing on it, then this podcast episode is for you. So I really want to first and foremost, just honor those feelings. Like I get it. Um, You know, I'm a mom. I have a busy life. I get it. And yet... I also know, you know, I know deep in the bones that better sex has the power to not only transform our lives in the bedroom, but it has all these over, like all these reaching ways in which it, what am I trying to say here? What I'm trying to say is that if you're not having great sex, there's a lot of reasons why you know and so when we begin to peel back the layers we start to really get to the root of some bigger things and that can as you're gonna hear will have great great influence when you you know transform some of these things in your life okay I feel like I'm speaking in vague I'm speaking vague (laughs) so let's just get into this episode why why not? Hey, why? Okay. So, you know, one of the reasons you might be feeling like I don't have time to worry about my sex life or why bother focusing on it is really, I mean, at the heart of it, we're not a society that thinks sex is all that important. So 
you know, in our day-to-day lives, other things are always given priority. So our work is given priority, our kids, uh, school, paying the bills, our chores, you know, cleaning our house, exercise, diet. So these are things that are always seen as more important than our sex lives. And now I'm not necessarily speaking to folks who identify as asexual. I'm speaking to all of you out there who know you want more for your, from your sex life. So you have the desire for more. You'd like to enjoy the sex that you're having and feel sexually unfulfilled. And also we're just kind of waiting for some magical day in the future to take action on it or for it to just kind of resolve itself. Now, obviously a relationship can exist without sex. Like, you know, I just spoke. There are folks out there who identify as asexual. That means they don't desire to have sex. So it is possible, but we do know that if you have the desire for sex, that sex is a part of a healthy, thriving, and fulfilling relationship. It is truly at the heart of it in a lot of ways. So having good sex obviously has physical benefits. That's not necessarily what I'm going to talk about today, but you know, it's good for your heart. It lowers cholesterol, or sorry, cortisol, but maybe cholesterol. (laughs) If it's good for your heart. No, I don't think it lowers cholesterol. But intimacy does lower cortisol, which is the stress hormone. It releases oxytocin and dopamine, which are like the feel-good hormones. So it's a good way to boost your mental health. Um, It is good for sleep enhancement. There are research papers and reports done on it having immune-boosting qualities. So there's a lot of physical benefits, obviously, to having sex. But I want to talk more about the physiological benefits today. So that's what we're kind of going to get into a little bit more in this conversation. So like I alluded to at the beginning, it's not just about better sex. Like of course, focusing on and improving your sex life will, you know, make the bedroom a better place to be when it comes to lovemaking. You know, it will improve your sex life, especially if you're working with me because like this is my zone of genius, right? So this is the work I love to do in one-on-one coaching in my programs. But it's, you know, working on your sex life is a catalyst, excuse me, I've got all kinds of tongue ties today for so much more. Because at the end of the day, the reason you aren't having sex or don't enjoy the sex you're having is so much more than the physical act of sex itself. So, Here's one way to look at it. If you thought about approaching your partner about sex and they had like zero interest to work on it, what feelings, thoughts, emotions, you know, etc., would that bring up in you? Sex is a placeholder often for so much. So what would a better sex life do for you? besides the physical benefits. Having the kind of sexual intimacy with someone that curls your toes and brings you to your knees, you know, where you're seeing like stars in your eyes, 
that is all inherently life-giving. You know, it's like when your phone is on 1% battery and you need to plug it in and you plug it in and it just juices right up. (laughs) That's what good sex is like, you know, for your life. It reminds you of your magic, of what being human is all about, brings you into the present moment. You think about people who are wound up tight or shut down and small. Ecstasy is the medicine. So feeling turned on, tuned in, it's super powerful. It diffuses tension and fosters connection. So we know that sex is positively associated with a lower divorce rate because it fosters intimacy, love, and emotional connection. So I think about my own experience, like sex, better sex to me is the glue. So I shared in episode one of this um, podcast that my partner and I did a 30-day intimacy challenge in July of 2022. And one of the big takeaways I had, there was a few, but one of them was how important sexual intimacy was for strengthening our bond and fostering a united front as we went about our roles as parents. Because it can be so easy when you're parenting to feel like two ships passing in the night, right? Or it can be easy to fall into like resentment, bickering, finger pointing, like when you aren't connected and on that on that deep and physical level. So to me, I see it in like the difference between not holding hands while you yell at your partner for, I don't know, like not taking out the trash again versus holding hands and having the same conversation, right? So better sex in relationship is like a very strong glue that binds you and your lover together. I just had this great thought and it's gone. So I don't know. It might come back to me. I hope it does later. Anyways, I'm going to move along. So to get to better sex, there is a lot we have to sift through. You know, we are sifting through our unworthiness around pleasure, around our bodies, We are taking a look at the ways we're showing up in the bedroom. Also the ways we're showing up in our lives, you know, as the good girl or the people pleaser. Uh, We have to look at our cultural beliefs and the norms that we're holding about sex that maybe aren't serving us, like butt stuff is gross or pleasure is this futile endeavor that is the last thing on our to-do list. Um, We have to look at our religious shame, you know, that sex is a sin or our bodies are a sin. We have to uncover or hold with so much love our issues with vulnerability and intimacy. Look at the ways that we're treating sex as this performative endeavor. And that when we get out of that performance mode and touch the sweetness of our wild sexual essence, how that unfolds in our life. Okay, so I'm going to ask you a couple questions. What would feeling in love with your body do for you? What would feeling worthy and confident do for you? What would feeling liberated from shame do for you? What would living a life in greater alignment with your authentic values and beliefs do for you? 
What would feeling a little more relaxed do for you? What would knowing what you want and deserve and feeling empowered to ask for it do for you? Because this is the power of better sex. So let's, let's get into it a little more deeply. When clients come to me wanting to have better sex, I don't just give them tips and tricks on how to enhance lovemaking. It's definitely a part of it. And if you want more tools and techniques, you know, we can definitely do that in my one-on-one coaching work, or I would suggest getting in line or staying tuned to when I offer coming home again, because it's really focused on self-pleasure and building, you know, sexual intimacy with yourself first and foremost, in order to feel confident sharing that with somebody in the bedroom. But we really, at the heart of it in my coaching, get in there because it's so much more about the internal work than it is the external. So we address, you know, for example, an an inability to receive and why. Usually that's related to worthiness and undeservingness. So what does an inability to receive look like? You know, it's about feeling like you can't ask for help. It's about taking on more than your share of the load when it comes to parenting or the division of household labor. It looks like running around like a chicken with your head cut off with an endless list of chores or just feeling like you can never take a break. You better believe that manifests itself in the bedroom and vice versa. So when you can learn the art of receptivity in relationship to better sex, it serves you in your life. If you struggle to speak up in the bedroom and ask for what you want or need, I mean, let's unpack that, right? Chances are there are other places in your life where you aren't speaking up or aren't centering your needs. You know, for example, if you're a mother, are you asking for the help you need? Are you including your partner in the household responsibilities? Are you sharing the load of parenting? Are you comfortable setting boundaries with friends or family members? Or are your friends and family members walking all over you? Are you speaking up for yourself at work? Again, honoring your boundaries there. When we can connect to our authentic voice in the bedroom, when we can connect to our pleasure building capacities, when we can source our pleasure from within, when we know what turns us on, what we want, what we need, how to go after it. That kind of shit ripples out into your life. It boosts confidence. So let's talk about also confidence in relationship to better sex. If you don't know what you want in the bedroom, if you've never explored your own pleasure, here's some reasons why working on that is important. You know, many women don't orgasm and as a result feel broken. But in my coaching, what I teach is that it's not the individual that is broken. It's the whole system. It's how we've been taught to approach sex and our bodies. You know, the models and the pathways we've been given for orgasm. 
the ways in which we have perceived sex through pornography, through magazines and television. So unpacking that and aligning with your own authentic sexual expression, getting to know what turns you on, what makes you feel alive, what brings you ecstatic amounts of pleasure is a worthwhile endeavor. (laughs) Many women feel subtly guilty or shameful in their self-pleasure or in their pleasure, you know, because of the messages we've received around masturbation and then feel immense amount of disconnection when they have sex. So if you are self-pleasuring and not connected to the experience because of your shame around it, that's how your brain learns to wire pleasure. So having better sex, again, is an important endeavor because we get to the heart of this, right? To have better sex, you have to be open, in love, in celebration of your body's capacity for pleasure. If you subtly feel shameful about your body, you know, your clitoris, your vulva, your vagina, how do you think that's manifesting itself in your life? If you're walking around projecting your sexual needs onto other people by needing them to come and make you feel good about your body or yourself, then that's a different energy than if you're self-assured about what you want. If you're confident to ask for it, If you're getting it, you know, if you know how to make yourself feel good, if you know how to turn yourself on and claim your erotic nature, that's powerful. So knowing what you want in the bedroom, being able to create the conditions for amazing sex is incredibly confidence building. That's what produces, produce, I don't know if that's the right word, but that's To me, that identity of that magnetic woman that we talked about in last week's podcast episode on how to feel like a woman who lights up the room. If you haven't listened to it, go and check it out. So I want to wrap this up and I appreciate that this week's episode was more like a sermon (laughs) where I was preaching the benefits of better sex. But I do truly believe in the transformative value of good sex. I really actually, at the heart of it, feel like good sex has the power to heal the world. Because it's really hard to be an asshole when you're, you know, relating intimately in such a positive way with another person. And I think that fulfilling intimate relations are paradigm shifting. Like, chances are that if you aren't relating in the bedroom, there are other areas of your life together that aren't fulfilling and if you aren't in a relationship being able to turn yourself on being able to create the conditions of asking for what you want in the bedroom and showing up in your full power and your full glory you know through this ability to connect so deeply with your body to feel so empowered by that I mean that is magnetic it's so It's such a confidence booster. It helps you to show up in the dating world and to feel worthy of attracting the love of your life. 
It helps you to show up at your workspace and demand to be treated like the freaking queen that you are, you know, in your relationships with your friends and your family. And so, like I said, it's more than just sex. Although, if that's all we were focusing on was just having fucking wild, toe-curling, ecstatic ecstasy in the bedroom, that would be enough, you know? But I'm here to say it's so much more. And for me, feeling fulfilled and having amazing sex, it transformed my relationship to food. So I went from somebody who felt fearful about everything that they put in their mouth to feeling like somebody who could eat whatever they want because I knew that I was enough. And when I like took the breaks off, it wasn't that I stuffed my face with with all kinds of different things. It was actually that I loved myself so deeply because for the first time in my life, I felt whole and secure in all of my body. I knew that my body was capable of such magic and it filled me up with such divinity that I really just wanted to nourish my body. So for the most part, I do make really healthy choices from a place of love. And obviously life is an evolution. or it's a cycle, or there are seasons. And so there are times when I fall out of that love and respect for myself, but I know that it's like a thought away or a feeling away where I can connect back into that essence and treat myself really well when it comes to food and eating. It shifted my relationship with exercise. So I used to be someone who used to slog it out at the gym like for 90 minute sessions and never felt like that was enough because I wanted to like create a calorie deficit so I could, you know, go and eat and not feel guilty about that even though I was like so fearful even then about the food I put in my mouth. But now I'm somebody who exercises and moves my body from a place of love and connection to self and what feels good, you know, and honoring what season or cycle I'm in and knowing that I am worthy no matter what shape or size my body as long as I feel good, that my body is for feeling good, not just doing good. When I was single, being able to connect to my turn on, to know how to turn myself on, to feel so good in my body, to have such delicious sensation, to feel so magnetic, that was so supportive for me in saying no to people who didn't light me up. You know, I didn't need someone else to come and turn me on, to give me pleasure, to make me feel good about myself. I didn't need someone to swoop in like a Prince Charming. It helped me to feel super confident and also connected to my worth. And eventually helped me to meet, you know, the man of my dreams, who I am now in a loving relationship with. Well, to be more specific, a loving, like, marriage with. (laughs) And two children later. So these are some of the ways that, you know, better sex has really improved my life outside of it being like this amazing experience that I get to have with my partner in the bedroom. So there you have it, my friends. If you would like to have better sex, but you feel like, what's the point of going there? Or I don't have time for this. 
then I invite you to ask yourself, you know, what do you want from your life? Do you want to feel good in your body? You know, have the tools and the ability to truly feel confident to rock that bathing suit. Do you want more support in your relationship? For example, are you a mom who feels like there is an inequity in the division of labor and you would like your partner to step it up, but you don't know how to ask for what you want or need? Do you want to feel confident in the dating world? Do you want to be able to say no to people who don't light you up? Do you wish to feel magnetic and juicy and vibrant and beautiful and sexy, not to mention worthy of a high vibe love? That person out there that just fits so good, you know? Okay, so these are some of the things that better sex can do for you. And I know that maybe sounds like a stretch, I'm definitely not speaking in absolute truths here because each person approaches sex differently. And what I mean by that is that we all have our own unique hang-ups, our own unique limiting beliefs, our own unique subconscious blocks that show up in the bedroom. But I truly believe that sex is about the expression of life. And so when we start to uncover and work through some of the shit that's standing in the way of having better sex, then it ripples out into many faucets of our life. And so I encourage you, of course, to not delay, to not wait for some magic day in the future to have better sex. You deserve it right now. And actually, it's super curious to even question why you don't feel like you deserve that in your life right now or why you don't feel like that's important. And what could you have on the other side of better sex? What would that do for your life? Think about six months down the road and you're having amazing sex with your partner or a partner or yourself like amazing toe curling ecstatic experiences what would that do for your relationship for your personal life for your sense of self go grab your journal take a few notes and of course if you desire a supportive container with a professional guide to help you do this work definitely reach out. I offer a four-month coaching container one-on-one where we dive in, we create a foundation of self-love, then we work through, you know, tending to your own wild roots, connecting to your own seasons and cycles, feeling emotionally resilient, having compassion for yourself. We move into working with self-pleasure and sexual energy and then onwards into self-empowerment owning all our parts and pieces feeling really worthy and deserving so that you can have the best sex of your life in order to live the most juicy vibrant version of life available to you do check the show notes for more information and Of course, as always, 
Stay wild, my friends. Ow, ow! If you enjoyed this podcast episode, go ahead and leave me a five-star rating or review. If not, I wish you all the best. Take care, and I will talk to you again real soon. Bye for now.